The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Allie, happy new year. Happy new year. Our top story is a whole bunch of Netflix news, and we're going to start with Bird Box. Bird Box, Jonathan. This one came out, let's see, a couple, I think a week ago, and Sandra Bullock starting in this one. This one made a boatload of, wow, I wouldn't even say money, but it hit 45 million accounts in its first week, making it Netflix's number one movie ever of a release, which is pretty huge. Now, did you see Bird Box? No, not yet, but I, I feel like I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot. I think it's getting a lot of traction because online there are a lot of memes about it, uh, about the, the whole premise of this movie, which I'm not going to spoil, but it is very similar to the movie A Quiet Place, which we talked about early last year. Just done a little bit differently, obviously, but it is a good flick. You know, my daughter read the book. She thought the book was really good, but it is, it's good. You know, I'm not going to say anything bad about it. It's good, you know, but I was really shocked to see how many people watch this movie straight off the bat. But I don't know. Sandra Bullock, she's I would say of all actresses, she's a she's a heavyweight, maybe. Yeah, uh, she's still up there as one of the main, at least female uh, actresses going. I know she did Ocean's 8 last year. I don't think that did very well, but yeah, Sandra Bullock still got clout, I think, in Hollywood. Yeah, she's a great actress. I mean, she, I don't, you know, I was trying to think back recently that she's done that I really liked, like Gravity. Did you see Gravity? I did see Gravity. I I thought that she was fantastic in that one. Yeah. That was good. Well, I think part of this download is perfect timing because it's right in the middle of most you know, kids and parents are on vacation, and even if they didn't go away, if they're having staycations, they're at home looking for things to do. I know I've been off the past few days because of the holidays, and I've been watching a lot of Netflix and other streaming services. So I think that kind of helped the Bird Box. Uh, Sandra Bullock, of course, helped it. And like without even knowing anything about the story, just look at the picture. I don't even think I saw a trailer for this thing, but even the picture I have on Netflix, I immediately got thoughts of A Quiet Place, and A Quiet Place did very well. So, you know, if people like The Quiet Place, they probably wanted to download this and watch this. But $45 million, that's a lot. And I would say, funny, is Netflix never releases their numbers, really. No, they don't. They don't follow the same kind of system as, like, TV and movies. So it was interesting how they were able to track how many people were watching this film at once. Right, and I think Netflix is doing the same where I think they're going to start making their own movies, but they're also buying these movies from studios where you think, like, uh, I think Mogwai, Mog, what's the Jungle Book? Oh, yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. We were seeing Charles for that in the theaters, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's good or not, I haven't seen it, but Netflix will do the same, like, look, man, we'll pay you $50 million for this movie to, to debut it on Netflix. Some studios are like, all right, well, that's a guaranteed $50 million. You know, if it costs us $20 million to make this movie, mm-hmm. we're definitely, we're guaranteed $30 million, you know? Yeah. So they're doing things like that, and, and where we're Netflix is slowly... And obviously not huge movies yet, but they're slowly pulling movies that might have gone to the theater where studios don't want to take that risk right? and, and spend all the money on advertising. You right. Know, they have a built-in audience already. Right. They have a built-in audience. And, you know, it's a, it's kind of like, OK, we're, we're, we'll definitely make whatever 20, 30, 10 million off this movie if we sell it to Netflix. You know, and we don't have to worry about advertising or dealing with the theaters and things like that. So we'll see what, what's going to happen because Bright with uh, Will Smith was supposedly very big, but they didn't come out with numbers for that. So 
So the fact that they came out with the numbers for Bird Box, that says something. How do you feel about oh, – so you, you touched upon the good thing about Netflix doing their own thing. But we have Netflix. We got Hulu. We have the Disney thing. We got the Warner Brothers thing. I mean it, it sounds like this is going to be the future and the trend from here on out when it comes to media being pushed out. I mean this is – it's exciting, but this whole, I guess, pull to get people to come in to their own particular service – I don't know. I think there's just like a whole lot of good things that a lot of people are going to be missing because not everyone can financially subscribe to all these services at once. Right. I think a huge thing is that it's really affecting movie theaters. I think it's why you were able to get programs like MoviePass and AMC's Stubbs, I forget what they're calling A-List, I think, and Cinemia off the ground because they really need to pull in theater to go. where people, look, people are setting up their homes like theaters, you know, giant screens, sound systems, yeah. comfortable chairs, you know, things like that. Yeah, I think you'll, you'll miss certain things, but you never know. It, it might turn into a thing where, yes, this premieres on Netflix. Let's say Bird Box premieres on Netflix and maybe six months down the line, you know, they, they make it available for sale where you can buy it as a digital download or something. That way everybody at some point, you know, because it's got such a great whatever reviews or something, you know. Well, it makes you I, think, I, is... Why do you go to movie theaters? I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, the whole trend now is to watch everything at home on your device. Or like you said, a lot of people have a really nice sound system, like a really fun system at home. Why do you go to the movie theaters anymore other than seeing it first? Yeah, well, I mean, I like the big screen and stuff like that. But... Oh, dude, I have a friend. Her TV is it's, Huge. It's like a wall. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're, we're almost there where it's afford- affordable. I think it was premiered at one of the electronic shows like one or two years ago where it's it's almost like paper thin and it can wrap around the corner and stuff like wow. that. that where that's you, crazy. Almost like a wallpaper. Like you take a whole wall and just like paper it. Oh. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're a few years away from that being affordable. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, we might see the death knell of the cinemas in the, in the next few years. We'll see. But if something's success- like on Disney Plus, Disney Plus is going to have The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Let's say let's say this gets all the critic reviews are awesome and all the all the people that watch it think, oh my god, it's the best thing since sliced bread. They'll figure a way out to get it to people that don't subscribe to Disney Plus. You know, if they can make money off it, they'll figure a way. You know, whether they offer it for digital download or sell it as like a Blu-ray, they'll figure a way to get it out. There. Oh, I see what you mean. To compile yeah. like seasons and sell them off as a season. Right, because you can buy like Orange is the New Black is was one of Netflix's first TV series, and you could go to the store and buy those on Blu-ray or DVD. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, I, you know, they'll make it, if it's good enough, they'll make it accessible for everybody. It's just going to premiere first on it. Because you're right, you can't, I mean, I guess technically you can own everything, but, you know, for the average household, they probably have one or two streaming services. I know, I, I only have the one, but I'm thinking about, you know, bringing either Amazon or Hulu into it this year. Well, no, I have two. I forgot, I'm DC Universe. Yeah. Crap. They're going to say Amazon, and uh, and I'm going to have three by the end of the year because I'm definitely getting Disney. I'm definitely getting Disney. Yeah, but that's that's a definite thing. So uh, you know, I'm going to have three service, three streaming services, cable, which I never even watch anymore. All right, so so there you go. Maybe something. I I watch regular TV for sports now. It's like the only thing I watch regular TV for. So we need to start a streaming service that just has sports only. Oh, that's you know kind of deals you got to make with the NFL. (laughs) Yeah, so. So the TV, basically the TV's dead. To me, I don't, again, I don't, I only watch regular TV if I'm watching basketball. Other than that, I don't watch regular television anymore. There are so few shows 
that I watch on regular TV anymore. And it's funny because I, I just, I'm so proud of myself because just say I watched the last thing that was on my DVR. Like, because I don't, I don't watch regular TV anymore. My show's still getting taped and my DVR was like almost full. Yeah. So I decided with this time off, I'm like, I'm going to clean out my DVR and, I, and it's at zero today. <laughs> it's, it's wow. Like, good and, job. Yeah. I'm like, yes. But at the same time, I watched uh, Watership Down on Netflix too. So <laughs> I watch a lot of TV, Alan. <laughs> My problem is I, I watch a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, yeah, that's what I tend to do, too. It's either right, The Office that's... or Parks and Rec or an Indiana Jones flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Alan, that's not our, the only news coming out of Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, other than Indiana Jones, like we reported last week, that started off on January 1st. We also got the Mummy movies, all three? Yeah, there are three of them. There are three, right? The Dark Knight uh, is debuting on Netflix. Uh, Watchmen, Ant-Man and Wasp, Solo, and Incredibles 2. And out of all of them, I think Incredibles 2 is, I think, was what I'm waiting for it to, to, to start up on, because I did not see the second movie. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. I was surprised how quick it hit Netflix, too. Oh, it's a summer movie. Nah, no, that's true. Yeah. Infinity War debuted just last week, too, so. Right. Along with that, Alan, we also have some release dates for some Netflix original series. All right. Stranger Things Season 3 will be coming out July 4th. Publisher Season 2, January 16th. And and this past Friday, uh, Bandersnatch, which is a Black Mirror movie, which was unique in the sense that it had a choose-your-own, kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure flavor where the screen would pop up with choices you can make. What the character is going to do on certain points of the movie that premiered over the weekend to mixed reviews. I mean, I liked it, but some people, I kind of didn't like the choose your own eventually because it kind of pulled me out of the story. Oh, because you had to stop and make a decision, right? And then you know you make the wrong decisions, but it's good for reviewing because you go back and watch it again so you can make different choices. But because of Bandersnatch, it's going to delay the season five of Black Mirror. It just said going to come out sometime in 2019. Now, uh, because I watched Bandersnatch and got back into the mode of Black Mirror, I rewatched a few of the episodes from past seasons. I, I forgot how good that series is. If you've never watched Black Mirror and you have Netflix, give it a shot. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, it's, they're fantastic. But um, you also tell me Bandersnatch is not – well, it doesn't play well on some services, correct? Not sur- well, it, devices. It's, devices. Because I was – when it came out – I was going to watch it on my iPad and uh, it wouldn't, it says not compatible. And then I tried to watch it on my regular TV through my Apple TV and it wasn't compatible. I did try on my desktop. I have an iMac. I did try, so, which was stupid because I wanted to watch it on my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a much smaller screen. But yeah, I don't know what the technology is. I thought for sure we were, I don't have a, I guess my TV is not considered a smart TV because it doesn't have apps. You know oh, what I mean? Like, I need uh, my Apple TV for it. Right. Or maybe it does. I don't even know. I don't even know what this TV does. Be honest with you. It's pretty old. <laughs> it's like eight years old. But yeah, so if you have a smart TV, it should work. For whatever reason, it worked on my iPhone. I don't know why it didn't work on my iPad. I, I have one of the older iPads, but my Netflix is, you know, the app is updated. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. But did you watch it or no? No, because I was going to, yeah, I have Apple TV, you know, the box at home. So like you said, it didn't work on that. I just have to figure out like a time to sit down with my iPad. And watch. I usually I usually don't watch movies on iPads. So 
I yeah, at least, like, you got to see if it works on your iPad. It might not work on your iPad. Yeah. You have one of the newer ones? No, no, I got the I got the iPad 2. Yeah, maybe on your... Maybe yeah, my I laptop. Think a, yeah, you have a Mac, right? Yeah. Yeah, it might work on that. So did you go back and try and figure out, like, all the different endings and choices and stuff? I did. I, I think I discovered all the different endings. I did? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Huh? Like I said, except for pulling you out of the story, we're going to make these decisions. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was a good storyline, I guess. Did you? It's one of those. It's one of those movies that people be like talk about on the internet because it's like, because it's like, oh, it's about choice, but it's not really about choice because there's there's kind of a through line. There are certain things that always happen to the characters, or there are certain choices you kind of have to make and you can't avoid. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, well, is there free will, or is there like, is this is this character destined to end up this particular way that he ends the movie with? Oh, you know, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right. So, do you want to see more of these kind of films from them? I do not. <laughs> okay, I just want to sit. I want to sit and watch a good movie and just be lost in the story and not be like interested in what's happening in a pop-up screen. And and the funny thing is, the first two choices are so silly. Or these, I don't know if I don't know if they have repercussions later on. I didn't notice them, but like, I think the first choice is what cereal you're gonna have for breakfast. Oh, come on. Yeah, like the dad's holding up two boxes of cereal. I was like, do you want this? You want this? I'm like, really? So just just stuff like that. So if you made a bad decision, how easy it is to, to go back to a decision that you made that you wanted to change? Uh, sometimes the story will, like, if you make a really bad decision, like, which would end the movie quickly. Right. <laughs> they're like, uh, you might want to go back. Like, the story will even take you back. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Oh, that's that's um, pretty nice. Yeah, it's, it's all right. I mean, funny thing is, I used to love those. We talked about this before. I had those little wolf books. Oh, yeah. Which were kind of choose your own adventure books. Mm-hmm. I loved those things back in the day. Uh, but yeah, for me, this it just took me out. I, I just want to sit and watch a movie. You know what's funny you bring that up? I, I think those choose your adventure books, they're not all the same. Because I got one recently about a month ago. It's the Indiana Jones version of it. It's really bad. Is it? Oh, man. I started reading it and I made my first choice. I said, this is stupid. Literally, <laughs> within my second choice, the, the story was over. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Is that a, you know, like you have to do that thing where you stick your finger on one page and then go to another page and you have to go right. back to another page. <laughs> or maybe I just grab it. <laughs> the gimmick well, didn't work on me anymore. They're probably not written for adults, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, two decisions in and my story was over. Fuck. <laughs> that was not fun. Anyway, you, you've chosen unwisely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Ellie, you know what time it is? 11 o'clock a.m. California time. <sighs> yes, it is. But it's also time to hit it. <gasps> yeah. It's time Alan. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Speaking of streaming services, <laughs> Disney Plus, which is premiering later this year, uh, is going to have uh, another Star Wars show besides The Mandalorian on it called, um, well, we don't know what it's called, but it's going to be involving the character casting and or played by Diego Luna from Rogue One. Don't expect to see it in 2019 because they don't start production on it until October of this year. So I would expect it probably mid-2020 or maybe even late 2020, depending on how far along they go with it. Uh, it's supposed to be a spy thriller, like the episodes are going to be spy thriller type, which I think is pretty cool. They bring that into the Star Wars universe. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that, it sounds exciting. It, it's nice. To, I mean, of all the, let's see, besides Solo and Rogue One, I mean, Rogue One I thought was fantastic. 
Yeah, Rogue One to be really a, like a first Star Wars movie without a lightsaber. Or a nice a lightsaber. Was there? Oh yes, there was. Yeah, you're right. True. All right. <laughs> no Jedi though. So yes, there was. Well, yeah, he's uh, a dark Jedi. He's a Sith. He's a Sith. Yeah. But no, of all of those are pretty cool. And the movie starts off with with Diego Luna's character, and you just don't know what the hell's going on with him. So it'll be nice for them to flesh him out a little bit. Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Jonathan, are you excited for Back to the Future Part 4? But what? What? Well, it ain't going to happen. I would be super super excited for Back to the Future 4. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis said in an interview recently saying that it's just not going to happen with uh, Michael J. Fox's health and... You know, I guess story-wise, he says, as long as he's alive, he's just not going to do it. Uh, anything that happens afterwards, it'll be after he's gone. So, uh, no more Back to the Future 4. I don't think you really needed it. I thought 3 was a nice ending to it. I mean, right. I mean, kind of like the Indiana Jones thing. I think after The Last Crusade, I think everyone was satisfied when that was over. I don't think anyone was looking for, oh, what's his next step, I guess. And we know how that turned out. So, right. I mean, well, look, if if and when Zemeckis dies and whoever gets the rights to family or whatever, they decide to make a few back to the future for it. You know what that is, right? His kids. It's a cash grab. Oh, <laughs> told you. Yeah. I'm bringing it back in 19. Yeah. So it's funny because like these directors, it's like they know when they should stop. But then years later, they, they forget why they stopped where they did. Why did Lucas stop at Return of the Jedi? Because he was done. But then he goes back and makes the prequels. Why does Spielberg stop at Last Crusade? Because they were done. But then they go back and make King of the Crystal Skull. You know, right. so Zemeckis knows. He goes, look, I know Back to Future 4 will make a lot of money. I know we can make it just about Marty's kids and Marty, you know, Michael J. Fox can have like a five second cameo in it or something and it would still make a lot of money. But he goes, I'm not going to do that. He goes, it's the perfect story. Anything now would ruin the whole thing. Not ruin it, but would kind of devalue. Because, I mean, honestly, all these new Star Wars movies, especially the last one, the last two, kind of devalued Star Wars a little bit in my mind. Not the original trilogy. I, I, you know, I still love them. They still have a place in my heart. But I think overall it kind of devalues the universe. I think King of the Crystal Skull, I'm not a huge indie fan like you, but ugh. It's such a staker, man. It's like, <laughs> why did you have to do it? Like the Hobbit movies didn't need those. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, those. They, well, the Hobbit was good. It's just I didn't think it was three movies good. Uh, well, maybe what? Yeah, I mean, if they did one movie, it would have been yeah. good. But the three movies we got were, were awful. I thought. Right. But, you know, just that. I, like the good directors know when to stop, and for the reason they get pulled, pulled back in. You know. Yeah. Godfather one and two, perfect. Didn't need Godfather three. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what that's about, but I'm, I'm glad that I make. I, would I love a Back to the Future Four? Of course I would. Do we need it? No, not yeah. at this point. If Back to the Future Four came out two years after three, so like okay, that makes sense, right? You know? But no, I couldn't even think of how you would even do it with with you. You couldn't do it with Michael J. Fox. You just couldn't do it, right? Then what's the point of doing the movie? Right, it would have to be like his kids with Doc Brown. Or something like that. And yeah, it's going to be rehashing the same plot device. You know, we got to right. go. We went back. We have to fix something in the past to fix the future and blah, blah, blah. Right. And where would they go now? 20, 1985? <laughs> <laughs> 1986? <laughs> 87? Probably the 90s. Yeah, just weird, weird stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you. Nah, don't need it. All right. Good. Good. Alan, what, what, what movie you're looking forward to has an official name, I think. Oh. Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's also rumored that uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd will be in the film. Hmm. Yeah. I don't mind that either. Now, now, you know, Bill Murray was in the first one. Spoiler alert. Bill Murray was in it pretending to be a zombie until one of the four characters thought he was a real zombie and killed him, right? Yeah. It was very funny. Very funny scene. So uh, my thought is that Bill Murray will appear as a zombie and maybe Dan Aykroyd will disappear as Dan Aykroyd and probably accidentally gets killed too. <laughs> and thus starts Ghostbusters 5 or whatever it is. Yeah, right, where the Ghostbusters are busting humans. <laughs> they're actually ghosts. <laughs> they're, at, they're actually ghosts. They're the ghosts. Yeah, I would imagine this is going to be like the last major budget zombie film because it's, we're done. I mean, I'm done. I'm personally done with the zombies. Well, the funny thing is with, with the zombies being huge on TV, were there a lot of zombie films? There were some, but I, there was like something like, the Boy Scouts book to zombies or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Yeah, they, I don't think, yeah, they didn't do very good. Right. It's done. It's All done. right. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed I the first one. All right, cool. Yep. Hey, Brie Larson is coming out with a movie called Captain Marvel. Did you know that? Did you know I that? No, I have never think about that. <laughs> well, if you follow her her on Instagram, she actually is giving away the jacket of Captain Marvel. And all you got to do is comment on her Instagram post and say something that, uh, I don't know, something you had to overcome or something like that. And she will pick randomly and you could win her Captain Marvel Universe jacket. How about that? Ooh. Hey. Is, is it autographed? Yeah. She's going to autograph it too. Did you enter? No. <laughs> gotcha. Do it. That might as well. It could be a random thing. She's yeah, wearing a I mean, jacket, so at least she could have some <laughs> Brie Larson skin in the jacket. You have no idea how quick I would flip that thing on eBay. <laughs> you know, in high school, I had a friend that was entering this thing to get George Michael's leather jacket from one of his videos. I think it was Freedom, from- maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember she was writing something as to why. And I said, hey, listen, write it on, like, you know, that, like, oldish looking paper and, and then draw, like, the musical staff lines on it and then burn the edges to make it look cool. And she mm-hmm. freaking won. Get out of here. She, no, I kid you not. She freaking won. And uh, at the time, it was, what's it called? Planet Hollywood or one of those yeah, places. Yeah. yeah, they asked Hold her on. if they can display her the jacket inside one of their cases and stuff. Did they pay her? No, I said, oh no, I, you know, I asked her, are you going to do it? And she's like, no, I don't want to do it. She was a big George Michael fan, but I said, hey, you know, I helped you win that stupid jacket, you know. Anyway, she was like, who are you? <laughs> she was like, here's 75 cents. Go try to win the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> it was a callback. <laughs> My mom got so mad. Okay. Listen, listen to our Batman the movie podcast to understand that joke. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. All right. All right. Quick it. I said, quick it. it. Thank you. You're still part of the show, you know. Yeah. Fantastic Four, number five. Comic book news, by the way. Fantastic Four, number five. Saw them finally, the marriage of Ben Grimm, the thing, to blind sculptress Alicia Masters. Yay. And they've been dating for 40 years. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Nothing horrific went on to stop the wedding. 
Uh, that's a great question. Come on, you know something always happens. You probably should have asked that of someone that read the issue. <laughs> Sorry. Not someone that saw a headline. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if you did read the issue, uh, let us know on Facebook or Instagram and let us know what happened. Yeah, I'm just happy he finally got married after 40 years of dating or however long they've been together. Yeah. And there's, there's a part where, do you remember Secret Wars? You read Secret Wars, right? Yeah. And Ben stayed on the planet because he could change back to Ben. Right. Change back and forth. Yeah. Well, while he was on that planet and the rest of the Fantastic Four went back to Earth, you know Johnny got busy with Alicia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they wow. dated. That's some nice. friend. Yeah. Some friend. All right. But Johnny got <laughs> Johnny got paid back because he wound up marrying a squirrel. Yeah, right. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. Secret page <laughs> is coming. Alright, quick it. So good. Quick it. Freaking Johnny Storm. What a hey! day. <laughs> Alright. Another edit I gotta do. <laughs> quick it. Quick it. Alan. Deal. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's been it's being reported, it's rumored as of now that Marvel will be introducing the Black Knight into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the second such um, rumor. We reported this a few months ago. Yeah, that there might be a Black Knight Captain Britain uh, movie going on. So I'm wondering if this is picking up steam. Now they're saying that he will somehow be part of the quantum realm. Um, I think it was Ant Man and the Wasp. Well, yeah, there's a city in the quantum realm that you could see. Yeah, uh, which I think will help explain how Janet survived for what 20, 30 years. Right. In the quantum realm, and uh, apparently the Black Knight. If they do introduce him, he will somehow come out of the quantum realm. Now, I think that's great news because I love the Black Knight. I don't know what version we're going to get. Marvel Legends last year, uh, the toy line produced the best figure of the year for me was their Black Knight figure, which I will uh, put a picture up on Facebook on the Nerd and Me page. Um, so, yeah, I really hope they, they come through with this Black Knight and Captain Britain and Union Jack and just this whole... English superhero sub genre. The Ebony Blade! The Ebony Blade! How awesome was that? It was pretty dang good. Whatever happened to him? He, I mean, there was a one point where he was like the leader of the West Coast Avengers. He was such a, like, a main guy. I don't know. I, you know, I think people, I, I think writers found it hard to write for him. Why? Because in the end, he's just a guy with an invincible sword. Yeah. Maybe. You got to pick <laughs> What do you think Thor is? Well, he's super strong though too. Yeah. Black Knight was really super strong. Right. And um, I don't know. I guess people didn't know how to write him. At one point, some writer put all the Avengers in matching jackets. They had like these brown. Oh jackets. yeah. I, I and they like gave, that. They gave they gave the Black Knight like a lightsaber. Ah, that's right. They did. I hated that version of him. They did. I, I did like the leather jackets though. <laughs> kind of make them look like a team. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. Ah, I forgot about the latest the lightsaber thing. And finally, Alan. Okay. Quick it. Quick it. Sticking on toy news, Mattel has lost the license to produce DC comics related toys. Uh oh. Yeah, it's very bad news. Um I don't know how bad it is because their toys weren't that great anyway. <laughs> uh, if you listen to my, my to our show. I don't really talk very much about collecting DC um, heroes, do I? No, you don't, actually. No. Because they stick. 
Not the heroes, <laughs> the toys. The toys are not that great. Uh, yes, but Mattel is losing DC. Um, what we're also going to miss is uh, Mattel also makes Hot Wheels, and there is a lot of crossovers with the DC heroes and, and Hot Wheels. I mean, I don't know how many different versions of the Batmobile alone are out there. Right. Um, but, you know, that, that sense will be a loss. But they are being picked up by a Canadian toy company, of all things, huh. called Spin Masters. Okay. Uh, Spin Masters, I really don't know what they make. They make toys. <laughs> Nothing I've ever heard of. Oh, Paw Patrol. All right. Heard of them. Oh, yeah. The Hatchimals, maybe, which are pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, maybe this will be a good uh, a good thing, right? Yeah. Unless we have to like buy eggs to, to get Superman out of it. Or <laughs> that works. Uh, let's see. They have Air Hogs, which is all uh, drones, right? Yep. Uh, Etch a Sketch. Oh, really? Oh, this is something I saw at Walmart over Christmas when I was buying gifts. Fuggler. They're like ugly stuffed animals. Oh, okay. They call them Fuggler, which yeah. it's walking the line if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gun, Hatchimals, Kinetic Sand, Erector. Hey. Paw Patrol. Okay. Relax. <laughs> Tech Deck, Spy Gear. Oh, no kidding. I like Spy Gear. <laughs> Twisty pets, I guess. I guess. Yes, yeah, so I got some things. Hey, you know, I actually bought something from Spy Gear. It's uh, you ever play that game uh, Rainbow Six um, Vegas? Yes. Did you really? Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, because you said it was good. Oh yeah, they got this little camera thing where he would stick the camera underneath the door. Yeah. And th- they made something like that for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> so I bought it. How does it work? It works. It's it's really bizarre. It's really we, cool. We spy it on. <laughs> well, I don't know. The other side of the door. That's what I was <laughs> But I couldn't believe it. It's like this little device. I'll, I'll put a picture on Instagram or something. And yeah, and then you stick the camera at the door and you can actually see. And, and the camera is like a bendy wire thing. And it was like dirt cheap. Well, that's cool. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. DC's going to spy, uh, spy master. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. We'll see if, if they are so good. I buy DC. That's all I need is to buy another. <laughs> pick, pick up another line of toys, right? Yeah. All right, Alan, bus ends quick hits. A bus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. This is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are. <laughs>